Today's scripture lesson comes from Romans, the 12th chapter, verses 9 through 21. Let love be genuine. Hate what is evil. Hold fast to what is good. Love one another with mutual affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. Do not lag in zeal. Be ardent in spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in suffering. Persevere in prayer. Contribute to the needs of the saints. Extend hospitality to strangers. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Do not claim to be wiser than you are. Do not repay anyone evil for evil, but take thought for what is noble in the sight of all. If it is possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave room for the wrath of God. For it is written, vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. No, if your enemies are hungry, feed them. If they are thirsty, give them something to drink. For by doing this, you will heap burning coals on their heads. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. The word of the Lord. No, my friends, um, by now... Um, I think many of you know, and I know Meg know, that I have this, this systematic way of preparing for, for a sermon. And typically, I read scriptures, rightfully so. I read other different literatures, articles. I listen to podcasts. And, and I kind of talk to friends and Pastor Will about the message in general. But the one thing that I think is rather unique about myself in comparison to a lot of my other colleagues, I like to listen to all different types of music during this time of sermon preparation. And earlier this week, I had the opportunity, or it came through on Pandora, I listened to the song, Waiting on the World to Change, by John Mayer. And in this song, in the lyrics of this song, John Mayer sings, and I quote, Me and all of my friends, we're all misunderstood. They say we stand for nothing and there's no way we will ever, or we ever could. Now we see everything that's going wrong with the world and those who lead it. We just feel like we don't have the means to rise above and beat it. So we keep waiting, waiting on the world to change. We keep on waiting, end quote. You know, my friends, I can relate to John Mayer or the words in this particular song because I, too, want the world to change because I personally dare to see beauty beyond the thickets of ugliness. However... I am different from the lyrics of the song where I am not merely 
waiting on the world to change. Rather, my friends, I, I believe we do not have the, we do have the means to change and make a positive impact in the world that we wish to see. We can change the world through our intentional and genuine love. And it's here in this letter to the Romans where we can gauge Paul's idea about love. In the ninth and the tenth verses of this Romans text, Paul states, Let love be genuine. Hate what is evil. Hold fast to what is good. Love one another with mutual affection. Outdo another in showing honor. My friends, I believe this is a call to go above and beyond what the world thinks of love, which I believe has become a a quid pro quo scenario. What you do favorably for me, I will do for you. It seems as if decency, respect, and honor have become distant ideas in our current age. Thus, I can admit and I can be transparent. I find myself constantly wrestling with the question, how can we say that we are Christians if we do not show honor and love to all creation? In fact, I I agree with one of my favorite theologians, a a Cappadocian church father. I I, I agree with Gregory of Nyssa where he, he states, if someone puts on the name of Christ but does not show a life corresponding to that name, he makes a lie of that name. For neither is it possible for the Lord not to be justice, purity, and truth. An estrangement for every evil, nor is it possible for a Christian not to show that he partakes of those qualities, those qualities of Jesus. My friends, I believe the epitome of the mark of a Christian is the way he or she loves his brothers and sisters and his neighbors. The world is in need of people that are not afraid of being and becoming the positive difference that they want to see in the world. Quite frankly, uh, what the world needs more is love. L-O-V-E. Love. Just imagine for a moment, my friends, if everyone took the time to become intentional about loving each other. Perhaps the world would change for the better. Perhaps we will eliminate racism, sexism, classism, and all the isms that tend to divide us. Just imagine if everyone took the time to become more intentional about loving each other. Perhaps We would eliminate selfishness and greed. Just imagine if everyone took the time to become more intentional about loving each other. Perhaps we would become more cooperative in serving our communities, especially in times of tragedy such as those impacted 
by Hurricane Harvey. Just imagine if everyone took the time to become more loving, more intentional about loving each other. Perhaps, just perhaps, we will see more people become reunited with the church. And perhaps, let's be real, perhaps you may say to ourselves, or you're saying to yourself, love is hard. And showing love to certain people is nearly impossible. However, my friends, the challenge is to act and love all creation, not through our eyes, but through the eyes of Jesus, which is radical, my friends. But here's the great news about that. We're not alone. God is with us to help us love those who may offend us, those who may break our trust, those who may offend us, those who may think and look different from us. We are not alone. God is with us to help us in our love journey. I believe the more intentional we strive to show love, the more love we will deposit in the world. Imagine that. Then again, perhaps I am just a dreamer about the world changing for the better. Although I am not afraid to dream of love. And I'm not afraid to dream of love out loud. I believe love is the difference maker above and beyond everything that can make a positive impact in the world that we live. L-O-V-E. Love. And of course, I don't want to preach mere rhetoric, but I want to offer us some practical ways that we can apply Paul's call to exercise love. And I've I've come to call these things, these applicational things, the how-to. First, I encourage us to become more intentional about making a positive difference by the way we treat all creation, which includes endeavoring to live peaceably with all people, including those that look or think differently than us. Secondly, I challenge us to strive to mirror God's love by modeling the compassion and justice of Jesus at all times. And if for whatever reason you can't seem to wrap your head around that, look at scriptures. And we will find that model example of how Jesus showed compassion and mercy to everyone that he encountered. Third, let us serve our neighbors in the light of goodness and mercy, above and beyond evil, hate, and injustice. I believe we can accomplish these acts of love. 
Do you believe that you can? In matters of love, zeal, hope, and service, let us go above and beyond in ways that overshadow hate, evil, and injustice. I believe, or perhaps I'm crazy enough to believe, with the help of the Spirit, we can rise above and beyond all that separates us from God and each other. And I believe love, L-O-V-E, is the answer. And in closing, my friends, the connective love thread that is available to all of us is through Christ's salvation offering to us, which I believe is the greatest act of love. The choice to accept his love offering is available to everyone. And I hope that we accept Christ's love offering this day.